0: Shulchan we are in the middle of Halacha Beis, in Simon Kuf Dalit, section 104. We learned that if a snake is wrapped around somebody's heel, so then one should not interrupt Shimon by speaking to tell somebody to take the snake away, but he is allowed to move away so the snake will fall off his leg because we don't find that walking is considered a hefzik, an interruption when one is doing a mitzvah. It's only that. When you dive in Shemneseri, it's like you're standing in front of the king. You're standing in front of Hashem, the king of all kings, actually. You should not move away from your place for no reason until you uh, take leave of the king by taking the three steps back. But when there is a necessity, so then you're allowed to move even in the middle of the blessings of Shemneseri. The Atarebbe will not qualify. But Medvar Memurim, when does the above apply? That uh, if the snake is wrapped around your heel, you should not make an interruption. So the Alt-Rebbe says, that's regarding a snake. Of a species that does not usually bite. But let's say somebody is being threatened by a scorpion. And scorpions habitually sting and kill. So then one may interrupt his prayer even by speaking. For no consideration overrides a life-saving endeavor. Even with regard to a snake, if one sees that it is raging at him and is coming to harm him, he may make an interruption even by speaking. This concludes Alach Alach 3. If a person sees an ox approaching him, he should make an interruption because one should distance himself 50 cubits from an ox that is not known to gore and one should move out of sight of an ox that is known to gore. And that's because of the danger one is allowed to move away in the middle of Shemona If there is, uh, like in the Hebrew, a uh, chazaka, if there is an accepted presumption that the oxen in a particular place are not harmful so then one may not interrupt his recitation of shmana esray unless he sees an ox that caused harm once Dalid for golmakem shupisek whenever one makes an interruption imsha baftakase me khamasanse that the ligaments call to illumination losefa losefa khoyzel roish kemeshun esbarbisim tamhay mushara nafiham spallkme whenever one makes an interruption, if the lapse caused by the factor beyond his control was long enough to enable one to complete the entire Shemura Esri from beginning to end, he must then go back to the beginning, as explained in section 65 in the first halacha. Now the time, now there's a question now, is how long is that time that it takes someone to Tadav and The al says the time is estimated according to the pace of the individual praying, as explained there. When the delay was not as long as that. So then, if he interrupted by speaking in the midst of one of the 13 intermediate blessings, the Gimel Brachis, and he should return to the beginning of the blessing that he interrupted. If, or if he made an interruption in the course of the first three blessings, he should return to the beginning of the Tyre, because as we have learned earlier, that in this context they are considered as one blessing. Now, if one made an interruption in the course of the final three blessings, you should return to the blessing beginning, Ritzei. For these three blessings are also considered as a single unit. Why? Because while reciting the first three blessings, When one is saying the first three blessings, one is like a servant who sets forth the praises of his master, and while reciting the last three, he is likened, compared, to a servant who has received a reward from his master, and now takes his leave and departs. When does this apply? When the interruption by my speaking was due to forces beyond one's control. That's called the the duress. And these guidelines also apply when one intentionally interrupts one's registration of Shemanasseh to respond to a life threatening situation involving another person, for example, a doctor who answers his phone in the middle of Shemanasseh. That is also, um, in, this, in this context, the same as a He had to do so. Or it was inadvertent. If everyone spoke willfully, that's called benmezid, he's required to return to the beginning of Shemanasseh under all circumstances. Now, the Rebbe now points out in the parentheses, in the present era, and most people are not careful to refrain from speaking during the blessings of the Shema. They are considered to be transgressing inadvertently. For a person who mistakenly thinks an act is permitted, is considered to be acting inadvertently. That's v'shoi'gi. The Rebbe relates to speaking while reciting the blessings of the Shema, not while in the middle of Shmenesri. One might infer that this law doesn't apply with regard to speaking during the wits of Shmenesri because it is common knowledge that one may not speak then. This concludes today's share.